you, you know, we haven't changed our theme ever. Yeah. It's the same theme we've had since time immemorial. <laughs> like, We're getting a lot of mileage out of it. Yeah, we are. Isabel should be getting some kind of uh, royalty. Mm. All the money we make, uh, perhaps she could get... Uh, well, she gets she gets to sit here and listen to us, which mm. is really pretty damn good. It's a pretty fine experience. Yeah, you know, so few people get to hear us live. That's right. Right. Uh, I, I will say, though, one person who has uh, participated with us live on this podcast... Uh, Friend of the show, little Tommy Merritt. Uh, that's his birthday little today. Tommy. <laughs> so happy birthday, Tom! Uh, no, he texted me on my birthday, so I texted him today. It's birthday, and I said one good, uh, one one good uh, birthday text deserves another, and we're recording today. He Very replied, nice. "Yay!" So, um, yes. So we are sitting here as usual before right. watching. We're like two weeks behind on the expanse. Whatever it doesn't matter. The important thing is. Um, that I went to a thing and you've already been moved over. Yep. Our university's moving over to G Suite. That's right. Uh, to the Google, uh, it's Google Docs, Google Gmail. Yeah. Uh, Hangouts. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I use it exclusively for the Hangouts. I, was say, I said to my colleague, uh, our friend Paul, I, I said, you know, this means really, Paul, I don't know if you know this, that you could teach class from home without wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit there you know, yeah, it's just, got the, the Google presentation thing. It's yeah. got the Google Sheets for replace your spreadsheet program. Yeah. That works. In fact, you and I've been kind of using it on a personal basis. For oh, a lot of stuff for years, long time. I was I've been using my Gmail or the G Suite on my own personal Gmail to share docs with. Sure, I mean I do that. I've been using I for. Uh, Broken area slash Broca's area, Broca's area.ca. I actually have a G Suite implementation that I manage mm. that I get for free because I was grandfathered in when they started doing it, you know? Right. This would normally cost $10 per user per year and, of course, or per month, but we get it. The university gets it for free. Yes. Because it's educational. Yep. And Google doesn't get any of our data. No. Like they don't, they don't serve any ads to us, which is kind of great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so I actually transitioned my email mm-hmm. over to it uh, last week. Yeah. And, you know, I've got 12 years worth of work email. Yeah. Basically, and I keep a lot of stuff because there's a lot of, like, you know, uh, agreements on contracts and stuff like that. Sure. That have been done digitally. And, uh, like, a good archivist, I've got all my email folders, like, numbered and labeled and all that good stuff. And it all... Of it all took did. like I don't know, like the afternoon. Okay. And you know, there's probably ten thousand emails there. Okay. And any number of folders, and eventually it all sort of like in, when like the folders come over as labels, and and then the Gmail mm-hmm. labels kind of mimic folders. And for a while, like some folders didn't really have anything in them, and then slowly it, it was populating, populating, okay. and then. Yeah, it was done. Okay. It was there. The attachments were there. Nice. For emails that had attachments. Yeah, I mean, I, I suspect it'll be, it'll work pretty well. And I expect some things will be screwy and some people will scream yep. uh, because <laughs> we work at a university. Um, so, so this first segment is brought to you by Google. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Actually, apparently, if you were there today, eventually you will get three people, one Google Home right. uh, things. The only reason I went, because I thought there was a prize. I'm not going to prize. I had to use fucking Gmail. 
but I didn't win. Uh, just keep showing up wearing a different hat. Yeah, well, Paul Dupuis said, I don't want one of those. I said, well, then fucking sign up anyway. Yeah. We'd all take it. That's right. Give me yours. He said, okay. So I, I had two chances. I had two tickets. Nothing. Don't make me roll you for a Google Home device. Yeah, so I don't even really want one, but it would be neat to have one. And that's basically, like that's right. Paul said, yeah, you probably need one of those, eh? Because you need more things on your network. I said, yeah, that's right. <laughs> But also, uh, everybody's eventually going to get, like, a swag. We're all going to get T-shirts and cups and stuff. So that's okay. <laughs> Woohoo! So there's still free stuff involved. Yeah. As I've always said, even shitty stuff, if it's free, it's still free. That is true. Yeah. Um, so we were thinking about... So this made me think about cloud computing in general. Yeah. This is something we attacked in episode 12. I just looked it up today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin was against it. Um mm-hmm. Because that's just the way he is. He may be for it now, you know, it was a long time ago. I think uh, he'd be a big fan of uh, just the convenience of Google as opposed to, you know, our ITS department having to support the entire university with things. Yeah. The printers and email are two of the most problematic things on the network to resource because the load can dramatically change from second to second. Yes. And uh, so having Google just sort of or a company like it, yeah. absorb, with the resources to sort of absorb, you know, and provide all the needed capacity for things like email in yeah. particular. But, I mean, I, you know, I like their, I mean, the idea of collaboratively editing mm-hmm. is, I've always wanted that yes. because it comes up all the time at work. Gee, I wish we were getting this document together. So that that's a nice feature. But yeah, totally. we, yeah, a lot of, and a lot of things have changed since episode 12. Yeah. Uh, the Ontario Council of University Libraries has implemented a cloud solution of okay. its own Okay. in the years since then. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. So, like, it's something, at that time, that was about 2008, probably when we recorded yeah. about 2009, um, it was really in its infancy, and Gmail existed, but you still had to get invites from people. Yes. Remember that? Yep. Remember? Yeah, the, like, you had to know someone to, yeah. to get one, yeah. People, people used to sell Gmail invites on eBay? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And now you have, like, an infinite number of... I don't think you don't need, you need invites anymore. You go, no, you just go. Yeah. You can have as many Gmail accounts as you want. I have quite a few. I mean, yeah. I, I think... I should have asked the guy. I kept thinking of questions to ask him because I felt bad. The guy was really good at his presentation yeah. from Google and he never had any... Nobody had any questions. Yeah. And I was going to ask him sarcastic ones about Google+. Plus. Like, does anyone use it? Uh, or about Google Wave? Why isn't Google Wave still around? But that would be another one I could, I could have asked. You know, is this, is this is all this stuff still in beta? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, I... Yeah, things changed. It's, it's, it's pretty much ubiquitous now that people do things... Yeah, everything's so much more... Because the connections are always on, right? Yeah. And, yeah, everything is so much more cloud-enabled because the cloud can actually handle yeah. those connections, right? Like, yeah. There's, I mean used to be that, oh, I remember there was one University of Ontario, they switched to data phones. Yep. And back in the day, and then when, it it was fine during the summer when they implemented it, but of Mm -hmm. course, in the fall, when everyone came back and was using, like, their phones, Yeah. yeah, like, they just couldn't handle it and now stuff like that like you know any any university public university is going to have a public Wi-Fi network yes plus the staff and, and student the secured network yeah and that's just the Wi-Fi that's not even the wired connections like, there's right. just so much more uh, ability to have the pipes are fatter now yeah, right it's and, you're, and you're connected yeah so 
you put those two things together and the idea of like for example today they said you know in the next computer refresh you'd be able to get a Mac a PC or a, a, yeah. a, a Chromebook a Chromebook. high-end yeah. Chromebook yeah. and then also other accessories other and accessories. he said because they're cheaper yeah right they're cheap computers yeah and Isabel and I were talking just the other day I said you know we should just get we should get the students they should all get Chromebooks when they start university yeah like three cheapos, three hundred dollar ones. Yeah, in your first year. Yeah, and you have to you have to pay for it as part of your tuition in your first year. Yes. So if you bail on university later or whatever, you've got this Chrome. It's so yours. Like, like, like with, you don't worry about coming to get. It. Yeah. But it's like, it's like talking about Jordan Peterson being the yeah. The, Before the, we started recording, we talked about Jordan right. Peterson. Yeah, the the dumb person, the, smart guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the Chromebook is like, it's like the dumb terminal smart computer, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, because the it's it's you know, wireless, it's untethered, the network it connects to is so much larger and yeah. more powerful. Yeah. But really, I mean, the Chromebook there's nothing to Chrome, the Chrome OS, like That's right, and it's always updating, like, and it's like little tiny updates. Yes. And and like you know, what do you got on it? You got a browser. Basically, basically, yeah. it's a browser OS. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and then you can do. As long as you have a connection, yep. you can do some stuff offline. You can do stuff offline, yeah. And it just and then it just syncs. Up it syncs when, you, when it has a connection. Connect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would like one of those just to have one, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I'm an idiot, uh, so I probably won't get one. But it's one of these things. It's like it's like that netbook that I bought that time when you and I went to Future yeah. Shop to buy you a TV, and I went, yeah. "I'm going to buy this stupid little computer that That's I'm right. hardly ever going to use, but it's only two hundred and eighty dollars. What That's the right. hell?" That's right. It runs Linux. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But um, see, this is the thing, and I think we were. I know we were skeptical enough of it and I mean you'd always hear about well like Apple's implementation of cloud stuff was awful yes like it was horrible yeah whereas now it's actually really good I use that stuff all the time now. yeah um, but it like and it was like a laughing stock you know level awful uh, Microsoft stuff got a lot better the Google stuff is, is really good I think yeah um, like even in the the Amazon stuff is quite good, although you you often don't realize it's there. Yeah, well, that's well, the way it should that, be. I mean, Amazon S three as a service yes. runs a lot of stuff. Oh right? yeah, but it's all sort of you you know you just may see the reference in the URL, even though you're you're going to something that think has nothing to do with Amazon. That's right. But they do data in a big way. Yeah. And they needed to because they have a massive amount of data on their own to manage. That's right. I think, um, see, this is the thing. I, again, I think that, you know, when you, when you look back a few years ago and you saw, like, I remember thinking that, God, the first episode we ever did, thinking about the when the iPhone came out, and, and it was like... It was the Jesus phone. It was the Jesus phone, right? It's, we, and it's still kind of the Jesus phone, but yeah. I mean, all now high-end... Yeah, all decent smartphones are Jesus phones. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But it changed everything because yeah. now every, other people wanted them. Because everything had to be a Jesus phone then. Because then, the, but the connection thing yeah. was the thing that you and I were both still very yes. skeptical of. Yeah. And I mean, it took hardly any time at all that now yeah. it's weird when you have no connection. Yes. Like, like you have to go, if you go 100 kilometers north yes. from the Sioux, it, the signals. Now, some people get some coverage, but I, get, I got Bell. Yeah, and I, get, I, and I have TELUS, so it's yeah. the same network. We yeah. have nothing. You get nothing, like nothing, and yeah. I can see giant towers yeah. on top of giant hills yeah. in the Canadian Shield, and I so I know someone's getting signal. Yeah, it's Rogers people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it's just nothing, and so like I know there's like some nice hidden beaches along Superior. Yeah, 
that you know you want to keep to yourself because they're great little secrets to have. Yeah. And uh, you know it's okay. How do I mark this? Yeah. Right with my phone because I can't <laughs> geotag it. And even if I took a picture of yeah, where yeah. it was, I, there's no geoid. Like there's no geotag in the picture. Yes. Like it's because there's no satellite connection, right? Well, it's funny because like. GPS can do it because I know, for example, with the app I use for my biking, Strava, right. um, you don't even have to. I, I have no SIM card. I use I use an old phone to track myself, right? And it doesn't didn't have a SIM card in it. It's just doing it through GPS, right? And in fact, I don't know if you know about this, but every year Strava puts out their heat map of the whole world. It right. shows where people are running and yeah. biking, basically. And you find these weird hotspots in the middle of you know Helmand Province in Afghanistan. It's like oh. There's a secret base there. <laughs> it's it's yeah. soldiers wearing Fitbits, eh? Right. And and you can actually see like they all run the same way, so they just run the perimeter of the camp. <laughs> so it's an unintended consequence. Yeah, of I mean, it's big data, right? Yeah, that's right. So it's and it's funny because I've seen um, what are pretty obviously American bases, what are pretty obviously Russian ones, because like yeah. in those weird occupied parts of Ukraine. Yes. It's yes. Like, we have no Russian troops there, except you do. That's right. It was that guy that it's the uh, new independent republic of the Crimea. Yeah, that was that kid that posted on Instagram, Russian kid in the Russian army. That uh, time to wake up the Ukrainians, and he's like shows a picture and it's geotag. It's like yeah. yeah, so there's no Russian soldiers there except for you, yeah. just you and that gun. Yeah, you know, um, I've always wondered about Star Trek. I mean, as far as the like, well, the devices they're carrying yeah. are those devices hooking up to the computer mm-hmm. like I don't think they were supposed to be like no one's like they always say interface with the library computer they would often say yeah, if there was something in the original series I don't think they thought of that concept oh god no but certainly for next generation the computer on the enterprise yeah was clearly connected to everything yes and it was I thought it was pretty clearly from some episodes connected back to something that Starfleet or uh, Memory Alpha right. like it had it seemed like you know like signals were getting from the starships back to you know home base kind of thing right but <clears throat> although there, they, there were episodes like when they had to uh, basically they were um, the Enterprise was getting sweeped mm-hmm. by the tachyon field or whatever oh, and they were yeah. getting an upgrade to their systems yes and Picard went back for his saddle. For his saddle. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one with the uh, yeah. with, with, with the, the guy that does the small talk and data yes. data, data out small talks, that guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. Um, yeah, what's that one called? That's the one where the guy plays Tim Ross, who plays Tuvok, in Voyager plays yes. a bad guy in that episode. That's right. He's not, he's not playing Tuvok. Um, but the funny thing about Star Trek, of course, still, beyond the, the yeah. fact that the technology looks outdated today. Yeah. Um, except in Discovery, uh, is the yeah. the fact that it takes the computer longer than it takes a Google search to find things. Right. That's always kind of killed me. That's right. It's got, like, lag for dramatic effect. Yeah, I know. And I mean, like, you know, you only look... <laughs> it was enabled, like, yeah. Google Home, it would just be, like, answering, like, questions as soon as you asked them. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know that. Yeah. You'd actually have a computer sitting there going, yeah, I know that. I know that too. Yeah, yeah I know. That's a thing, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm well aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd, fact, probably be yeah. Sa- it'd probably be like getting ahead of you, right? I know where you're going with your line of questioning. <laughs> so let me just stop you right there. <laughs> well, today, in fact, 
So when people didn't know what the Google Home thing was, like, I swear, the only reason I was there was to win a prize. I had no prize. Yeah. But uh, someone said, oh, what is that? And someone said, it's a Google Home. Yeah. She said, and this person said, said, uh, <laughs> well, what's that even for? Yeah. And, and then this person said, well, you can ask questions and it'll answer you. Oh, I don't want that. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want it something convenient. <laughs> That's right. No. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, it's, that's funny because in in Neil Stevens' Snow Crash, mm-hmm. hero protagonist makes use of the librarian, right? Who can access? Don't we all? The, well, yeah, you should <laughs> always ask your librarian. But uh, so the librarian appears. Mm-hmm. He, he's got a leg built in, but the program's done that. I think on purpose okay. for its own dramatic effect. Right. It actually knows the answer like right away, Yeah. but it gives the appearance of like musing over your question before it That's, answers. I love that. So it's to make it more human. Right. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. There's that part in, in the movie Rollerball where they've, 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 they're taking all, the, all human knowledge and they're uh, putting it in this computer. They're digi- digitizing everything to, and then there won't be any books. Right. Right, which is the classic dystopian thing, then the right. books go away, right? Because then who controls the knowledge, blah, blah, blah. And uh, when they go see the, um, the librarian, uh, and he says, uh, oh, I've lost the 12th century. <laughs> like it's all of like that, the history of the 12th century, it's gone, right? And I guess that's maybe the concern that some people have, right? Um, that if you had no... If all this stuff is only... Mm-hmm up in the clouds mm-hmm. I guess the concern is maybe it can get lost I, I don't think people understand redundancy very well but yeah I guess it's possible frankly if all that stuff goes down mm-hmm. we probably should be more concerned about stocking up on canned goods and shotgun shells right I yeah mean, I mean that's the thing so with the Ontario Library Research Cloud for example uh, it's got like triple redundancy and the, like the network has five nodes at five of the larger universities and it's all hot swappable drives and stuff and the software is like magic right, right. like when when drives go down you get worn and things get swapped out and like and it's there's so much storage all over the place and the software is replicating those bits so that if you know a couple of nodes go down it's not like you lose the 12th century yeah right like it's because of the way that redundancy and replication yes. works yeah and that's about, and it qualifies as um, an ISO trusted digital repository. Like it, okay. It 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 has um, it ARL Association Research Libraries did mm-hmm. the certification. Yes. And it's due for another certification. I mean, the, the one part of it, the Scholars Portal, the mm-hmm. the e journals part. So yeah, use that. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. So like basically, yeah, if all of Ontario went down and somehow all of those nodes got corrupted and everything in those nodes got corrupted. Yeah. But that would mean, like, that would be such a... (coughs) Something would have happened that was so damaging to an Ontario. Yeah. Period. Right. Yeah. You know... Doug Ford getting elected or something. Yeah, Yeah. right. So the the whole province might be a big smoking crater, right? Yeah, so the last thing we're worried about is I wonder if we can get the... (laughs) Journal of Experimental Psychology Animal Behavior Processes. People aren't that. Well, concerned. you're in luck. We kept it in print. Let me go over here to the pile of rubble and pull That's a right. smoking volume oh. out of the, the 
<laughs> cataclysmic fire. Yeah, that's right. You can tell by the, the 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 color of the flames what kind of radiation. Um, that's right. But I'm thinking back to you know the burning of the scrolls in Alexandria, right? Yeah. The burning of the, the library. Yeah. And now we don't, do we know who did that? Who sacked the library? I don't think we know that, do we? There's I don't lots know of stories, enough. Right? I mean. I don't know enough about the the history of that library to say. Yeah, I I think there's a lot of stories, and no one's entirely sure who did it. I think it's there's a lot of competing things, um, and I know for example, and I think it was because when we had uh, another friend of the show, Dan Scott, on the show one time, he, he mentioned that uh, yeah. the, the the Alexandria now has a another yes. great library. Yes. Right? Yeah, that was like one of their Egypt's big projects. Right? Yeah, we're gonna redo this. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, it's the Hosni Wabarak Library, uh, <laughs> but, uh, over here in the Nasser section. But uh, you know what I find fascinating, and this plays a role in in different sci-fi, is uh, the idea of all the different kinds of sensors you can have. Mm-hmm. So, like in Last Starfighter, you have the Great Barrier. Right. You uh, in Star Trek: Next Generation, when the episode when. Um, the episodes when Picard's gone on a secret mission to Cardassia. Chain of Command. And, yeah, Chain of Command. And, uh, and uh, Data. Four lights. Data's got his own command. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And they've got, you know, they're, they're, they're the, using the, sensors. The, 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 the Tachyon yeah, network thing yeah, in the mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, in Vietnam, they try to do the same thing across the Ho Chi Minh Trail. They yes. actually tried to implement a sensor network. Yeah. So, like... God, you know, it's the 60s and 70s, so, like, the, you know, the technology must have been, like, giant boxes or something. Like, now it'd be so miniaturized, it'd be ridiculous. But there's sites you can look at, and you've probably seen them, where there's so many sensors all over the planet. Like, you can look at, like, maps of the world, and it shows the winds. Yeah, yeah, sure. It shows you the currents. Yeah. And it'll actually tell you, like, you know, waves are basically 15 to 20 feet high. Like in real time, yeah, for the whole planet. You yeah. don't have to pay to look at this. No, that's right. Or anything. You just go because people are just harvesting data from stuff that you know. Different scientific outfits from different countries have yeah. have put all over the planet. That's right. That's and right. It's amazing. I mean, I think it's actually it reminds me of a joke. Um, Soviet jokes are great. Soviet era jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it goes something like this. You know, like the. Uh, KGB head comes into uh, uh, Brezhnev's office. He says, uh, Comrade Brezhnev, they have, uh, the Americans have found uh, our new super secret uh, uh, listening device we planted in their embassy. He said, uh, Oh no, what are they going to do? Nothing, they can't move it, it's too big. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, exactly. Yes. So, you know, new Soviet mini cam, right, from SCTV. But it's, you know, it's fascinating is that kind of. You know, so these sensory networks can be. Mm-hmm. The flip side is always the dystopian scenarios where, oh, of course, all this collected data because yeah. all these things are recording. You know, look at the story like Harrison Bergeron, right? Right. Like people are constantly being monitored. Yes. To be kept in their place. Right. Right. Or even 1984. Like there's always, without specifying what kinds of devices they necessarily are, like. You know, to write a dystopian fiction, you don't need to 
come up with all the technical details. No, even. in fact, they hardly ever do. Yeah, right? the backstory sort of generally is say you never get backstory, right? Yeah. I mean, you get you just don't get any. What you yeah. get is it's like this. Yeah, um, like it made me think like with something like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, right? Like, like I don't even know how that society really functions because it shows you what you see in other things like um, the Diamond Age you know you're walking along and the ads see you yeah and because they can harvest they've mined all this data about you yes the whole network can instantaneously decide oh we're going to show you this ad yeah and it'll follow you around yeah right so like in Neil Stevenson's book with books where this happens basically they come up with protocols where you know they're only allowed they're allowed to do so much but then you can tell them to F off kind of thing like there's ways around our minority report was like that the yes, ads are does. always appearing that's right yeah um, I think that I'm trying to think like I said when, when I think about something like Alexandria when I think about something like how it used to be that writing was something that yeah I mean ancient you can tell if people could write in uh, pictures of paintings of people in ancient Rome because they would they would hold a stylus in a, yeah. in a, in a painting because yeah. it was it was a matter of pride yeah. and we know from letters yeah. that there's you know you have landing libraries you have private yes. libraries that yes. are substantial mm-hmm. you have people ordering manuscripts to be copied so they can get their own copy right yeah. you have to you know go go to John Grisham's house and Get the Lincoln lawyer copied by your scribe so you can take it home and read it. Sending your scribe to John Grisham's house might be the title. Um, but yeah, exactly, but that right? system of distributed knowledge gets hit enough times yeah. that linkages are broken, copies go missing, and then you end up with you know very small places, monasteries, right. struggling to copy whatever's left. Right. I mean, and that made me think of my my pan, uh, sort of coming back to the Google stuff. Yes. So, sort of the archivist golden age view of the past is in the past yes. you had a registry system. Yes. And you know, if a document was issued to everyone at the company, yes. basically, and you may remember this, you know, a document got circulated, and you had where you put your yeah. initials on the little piece of paper attached to it. And then you you, then you, you closed it back up in that envelope that had yeah. those two little spindle do- yeah. dealios and on then it. You what, de- that company that made those yeah. collapsed. Devastated. Yeah. 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 It was a dark age for yeah. them. Yeah. They were just stuck with warehouses full <laughs> of envelopes. Going, what do we do? What, do, we well, do? Can, what, are the, what else can you keep? We can keep sandwiches in these. Nah. Because those existed. I remember mm-hmm. even getting those for things like people were passing around a birthday card. Yes. For example, so in fact, there's a Seinfeld episode. It's funny, yeah. It's a golden age vision for an archivist because it's like there was one master document. Right. Everyone saw it. Yes. And then it went back somewhere where you could find it again. Right. And now the new sort of dark age is everyone's got a hard drive full of all the same documents. So it's like, okay, which one do we keep? And it becomes so messy that inevitably things don't get kept. Yes. So one of the things I like about this G Suite thing yes. is it's I wouldn't say that it's it creates a system where you can reliably document authentic electronic records mm-hmm. like things that like the Interpares project would call for. But you do see and this is what I liked uh, 
Wikipedia for mm-hmm. because you see revision histories and stuff. Yes, that's but right. Wikipedia is not a good tool for doing all sorts of things you normally do in a business. Right? Yes, like it's not you can't do your PowerPoint presentation with Wikipedia. I mean, yeah, you could. Yeah, do, but what, yeah, I know what you mean. I know you what know what I mean. It's not. I'm not saying reason. people don't, but yes, exactly. You, when I, when I see a a student's presentation and the slides actually say on them citation needed I know they just copied which I did see once yeah that literally happened once it was great it was a person giving a presentation on the medical uses of marijuana and back when I was really big into editing Wikipedia that was one of the pages that I followed and some of the text on his slides I literally wrote yeah because uh, I wrote that bits of that thing like nice. I mean, along with um, you know yeah. a thousand other editors by the yeah. way but I mean there were, there were things like I remember adding that fucking comma and it's just he's, but he even copied over citation needed and that's yeah it was a great moment because it's laziness. like it's like no that's a zero now now that, you get a zero in that Google home device probably could have done a better job oh easily easily right just sitting behind you going there's a citation missing <laughs> let's see what's that it's the, it's the Alexa starts laughing at you, right? We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> but what, but what, what you get to is in Google Docs, yeah. you can look at a revision yes, history in right. Google Docs. Now, it's probably not super robust at this point, but there's that, and there's also the idea of creating team drives. Right, yes, we which, talked about that today. Yeah, which presumably, I mean, you know, if... I'm not a university librarian someday and someone else is, you would ideally like to hand over, you know, all your records. This is the most... He literally talked about that today, too. Yeah. Yeah. It ensures continuity. Yes. You know, again, if we switched from Google to something else, you might lose that, but presumably we could just port that all over the way we've ported into this. Yeah. And again, he he mentioned today that if if we ever did do that, that they would help us with... Of course. Of course. So I think that's like the first baby step towards, you know... For an institution, or you know, what, uh, the corporate entities, I guess, mm-hmm. sure. um, ensuring that your documents are preserved for all time. Yep. Like this is the sort of the first kind of real on ramp for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be considered sort of robust and stable and easy. You yeah. know, um, I don't know. Like I don't know. Sometimes I, I look at Picard and his his um, his little iPad or whatever and I think is he filing reports on that thing is he like he's getting things from yes. Starfleet and he's clicking yes I've read this <laughs> or is he just clicking <laughs> I agree I agree I agree right. he's just it's a terms of service on that's right <laughs> it's an end user license agreement yeah. do you agree to be the captain this? this starship yeah. yes I agree he I just scroll the bottom it's like <laughs> you must click I agree yeah oh. would you like this email to you yeah and actually what he's agreed to is uh, you know in the, in the very fine print there's, there's something about how he can have his children if he has them sold yes. to Orion slave traders. That's right. right. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, well, it's, and of course, the original series, Kirk is always getting this thing that looks like it's it's an edge sketch but super thick, and he's yes. always got a weird kind of stylus that he's yeah. signing things with. That's because it's an edge sketch that they've just put something on top. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> um, and it, he's you know he's always signing these things, and it's like. A, yeah, well, the yeoman's bringing them stuff to science. Like, why doesn't the computer just send them stuff to <laughs> science? Oh, right. They don't have displays in the original series because 
you know, it was yeah. made in the 60s. So. so the only display, that there's yeah. a big screen. Yeah. And there's, there's the and there's the little thing that, that, that Spock, Spock looks into. into. Both of us, by the way, just pantomimed looking into <laughs> a little, we <laughs> literally little both, thing that Spock <laughs> And we both literally did the same thing with our hands looking into, which is sad, really. And I think, frankly, I hope some of you listeners were doing that, too. That's as right. We, as we oh, said. yeah, that thing that's Spock. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Dan Scott and Tom Merritt are doing this right now and Steve Kluge. That's right. Just looking into their hands. We should all share pictures. <laughs> yeah. If you can, that'd be great. Put yeah. those in the comments. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I am much more. I was kind of, I think, bullish on the idea, but it was more that I just thought it was cool. Yes, I used it, but it was too clunky to work. It was clunky. I used it for Google spreadsheets. Yeah, right. And I used it uh, for for student yeah. marks because I could send a link to my TA yeah. in my stats class and I mean that's the one class that I have a TA and that's because I, I, I'm not marking that many quizzes and that many homework <laughs> assignments uh, so we have, I have a TA and I would just send her a link and at first they were like well, what do I do so just click on the freaking link and you'll be able to enter things um, and in fact I got a, a, a frantic to show you how long this goal this was uh, MSN messenger message Ooh. from a student and she said I received my, it on my ICQ <laughs> from my, my, my student and she said uh, my TA and she said oh uh, I can't believe it I've erased everything I made a mistake and I said don't worry what do you mean don't worry what are we going to do I said be quiet do you have the page open she said yes just just keep watching it and she said what just happened all the grades are back I said yeah there's, there's revision histories I can yeah. actually just bring everything back um, because well, what we used to do, and what yeah. some people in my department still do, mm-hmm. is they just keep mailing each other a copy of an Excel spreadsheet. You know, that's the kind of thing that makes me want to put a gun in my mouth. I know. Pull <laughs> I the know. trigger. I know. When I receive, when I see that, it's like, okay, what copy of this are we currently working on? I've sent you a copy of the budget. And I'm like... My God, how long are we gonna go back and forth with this thing? <laughs> Which version is this? Exactly. Could you at least call it version one, version two? Yeah. Version Can we three? just or, version number is the date? Yeah, that that works. Yeah. But no, no. Instead no. of that, I'm just gonna keep calling it budget. That's right. Or copy of budget. Copy <laughs> of <Yeah>, budget. <laughs> or then it goes copy of copy of copy of copy of copy. Well, I wish it did that. Right at least then I could count backwards. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm much more. I think I think it's gonna revolutionize. Purchase orders. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, me, 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 me and my office going at last. See, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to work in anything other than being an academic. Like I literally have no idea. I, yeah. I pulled rivets for my dad's flight case company, and that's different. That's working for your dad. And, that's real work. That's sad. It, it, was, it was real work. Yeah, yeah, it was real work. But you couldn't really just book a day off because working for your dad. Right. Um, but all I'm saying is this: I don't know how the world works of work. But because like I just I literally don't. I don't know what that's like. I, I didn't. I, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you could look at people who you work who who you know tell you to do things. Or, no, I'm not doing that. Like the yeah. world just it's. I don't live in the corporate. I don't, yeah. Nah. But I think that if people understood the level of bureaucracy that exists yes. in academe, yes. they would be quite surprised. Oh, yeah. Um, because I think there's probably more than there is at a big company. 
Well, I think a big company will put the money into streamlining those things that are wasting everyone's time. Yeah, and their money. Generally speaking, yeah. yes. Whereas with us, it's like, uh, well, yeah. we have to have a this system that does this. I mean, for example, the ethics board, which runs fine, and I'm on the ethics board, and I'll get these research proposals. Yeah. Um, and they're supposed to come in... Um, either as PDFs or Microsoft Word, mm. I'm sure soon, also Google Docs, and they're supposed to be signed. Right. But most people don't think of having either a digital signature for PDFs, which yep. I think I'm probably the only person I know that has one of those, <clears throat> which I've used like twice. Uh, <laughs> no, literally, yeah. only a couple things I've ever asked for. Yeah. Uh, or I have a scanned version of my signature. I do as well. Yeah. So it and it's to, always saved just on my desktop in the lower yeah. right hand it's corner. It's easy to find, bang, 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 and it goes in. Yep. So what I end up doing is, uh, for example, I get the form that I have to fill out when yeah. I read these documents, mm -hmm. and it asks a bunch of questions, and yeah. my comments, then I'm supposed to sign it, and, uh, you know, for me, I can, once I've read it, bang, bang, I, I send it back, and I'm yeah. the only person, the chair of the committee, yeah. Michael Graydon, yeah. Yeah. Both, he said, you know, he says, I'm his go-to guy, because I get things back so quickly, and that's right. mostly because... I just read things and deal with them, but also because I really I, I don't print the thing out and then no. scan it. It's like oh, I'll just copy and paste my signature. Yeah. The one time that I didn't do that, he said uh, he came to my office and he said, "Oh, you didn't uh, do that." I said, "Oh, I got the form here." Oh, damn! You're right. I didn't do it, and I, I said I did. It. And it, this, this actually isn't in the cloud. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. my signature wasn't yeah. then, so or my computer wasn't right. I, the claim, whatever it was. I said, oh, just a sec, I have the form here, and I signed it, and then I took up my phone, and I used my scanner app, and I <laughs> took a picture, and I said, and there's the PDF sent to you. Said, you did that with your phone? I said, yeah, there's all kinds of things you can do with your phone. It's, it's a computer. It's, it's, yeah, I, I often forget my pocket computer can make phone calls. That's <laughs> right. That makes me think, it's a computer. It makes me think of those, like, old how to use a computer uh, things on TVO with, like, Lubagoy. Oh my god, yeah. And Billy Van. Yes. Lubagoy and Billy Van. There's a name that if anybody outside of probably Ontario wouldn't have even seen that, right? Oh, it was, it was a, a TVO show. Right? Why well, that TVO show? But I think it got aired in other places because it was sort of like it caught on. Was it using a Vic 20 or a C64 yeah, something or something like, like that. that? And she was the expert. Right. I'm not sure she was an expert. <laughs> uh, but she, she was, she was a comedian. Is. Yes. Right? Yeah. In the Royal Canadian Air Force. Yes. And Billy Van was in House of Frightenstein. That's right. <laughs> Every single... Which they're remaking, by the way. They're rebooting. Oh, my God. I hope it's real dark, Ron Moore-like reboot where <laughs> That's just horrible gritty. things happen and it yeah. frightens children. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like Saw. <laughs> it's, it's like Saw. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, nine-year-olds are watching this going, Daddy, why did you say to watch this? There's viscera all over the camera. It's <laughs> just awful. Yeah. Um, wow. Taking a dark turn, but yeah, I think um, those were classic, right? And I remember yeah. watching that, thinking, yeah, "I'm pretty computer savvy. I already know everything that Lubagoy is <laughs> teaching." Billy Van, yeah, Lubagoy and Billy Van. I think we've reached the end of our road together. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more I can learn from you. It's I right. must leave you now. <laughs> I guess perhaps on that note, uh, now that we've. When you start making Luba Goy and Billy Fan references, it's time to watch The Expanse. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, anyway, you can uh, find me on Twitter at dbroadback. You're at Ken Herndon. Yep. And in a couple of weeks, uh, July 6, 7, 8, mm-hmm. find me at MPR in Hamilton. Um, I think there is information at the podcast um, Emporium group on Facebook, so if you want to check that out there. And we'll see you in the future. Thank you.